Well, hello there. Welcome to day 28 of No Nonsense November. Sharon Hornells from here, and today we're going to talk about data analysis, thus the strange-looking filter. I hope it's not too distracting, but I selected it to prove a point. Uh, data analysis or information analysis or information gathering is critical to our ability to make decisions. It's critical to our making sure that we're uh, we've got enough information to make choices, make decisions, understand what's really going on in every, any given um, experience, any challenge or any change or anything that's going on around us in our families, in our businesses, in our world, so that we know how to decide what to do, what is best for us to do in any given situation. The, the struggle we have nowadays is it's so hard to actually get at data get at information information is being manipulated and filtered for all of us these days we used to be able to when i was a, a girl and when i was involved in journalism we used to be able to look at the newspaper you know prior to and, and watch the evening news and trust that the evening news was presenting us the facts the who the what the where the why the when and the how they were they were telling us about the facts and the, and the observations and the information and the data of what actually happened. And I'm not sure exactly, I could do some research and find out what when the history of was. And I think it's been a subtle but dramatic change if you look at media nowadays in 2020 versus media in 1960, 1970 uh, and, and beyond, there's been this subtle change from being the facts, just the facts, ma'am, if anybody remembers. What was that cop show when we were kids? Um, but just the facts, ma'am. I only want to know the facts. I can see the, the detective, but I can't remember his name. Joe Friday or something. Uh, and it, you just would get the facts. And then it was up to you to apply your critical thinking, like we talked about yesterday, to decide what that meant for you. Did you need to do something different in order to move forward in your life based on this information and this new story that you experienced or or heard about nowadays everything is filtered through analyzed and whitewashed and presented in a way that tells someone else's story it is it's primarily propaganda that we're seeing so in order to actually analyze any data get the information we actually have to dig for it we have to really look and figure out and find out and, and find the information, find the raw data, or we need to do our own experimentation. We need to collect our own data. We need to ask questions and find out for ourselves what is and is not right, what is and is not being um, editorialized and, and, and changed and used to manipulate and get us to agree or believe a certain set of things that other people, that's other people's uh, priorities for for us we need to set our own priorities not let other people organizations institutions systems or uh, leaders or politicians or anybody else think for us and decide for us I think I've talked a lot about think for ourselves we absolutely positively need to stand up collect our own information and think for ourselves fortunately we've gotten lazy Life has become, in 2020, so easy for us, and I can hear everybody screaming, ah, COVID's not easy at all. No, it's not, but guess what? When in our history could we have shut down everything, gone home for months on end, and still be eating, drinking, living, and surviving? Maybe we're not thriving in all the areas we want to be thriving in, but most of us are relatively unscathed by what's going on in, in the world around us. 
So data analysis, what is it? Why do we care? Why do we want to, you know, look into it? And it's really an extension of our discussion yesterday on um, creative thinking and I don't think it wasn't creative thinking yesterday. What did we think about thinking for ourselves? And it was critical thinking, critical thinking. Creative thinking is a part of critical thinking, but cri critical thinking is to me thinking for ourselves. Data analysis to me, and I have done decades of data analysis. I've always been a nerdy engineer, analytical person. And most of my jobs in corporate America involved large quantities of information and data and analyzing that. It was in the quality function and the sanitation function. So we had to do a lot of things that proved that we were doing the things that we said we were doing. Now, data analysis, there's several steps in that. And I'm gonna grab my magnifying glass so I make sure I, I don't miss any of them. But it sounds super duper complicated, but really it can be as complicated or as simple as you want to be. To me, data analysis is, I need to find raw data and information and facts, the who, the what, the where, the when, the why, and the how, I, and they have to be facts. They can't just be a news media or a, a social media site's version of a story. I need to know what really happened. If I want to understand a situation in detail, I'm not going to to get it off the news or read it. I'm going to find the original documents, the original article, the original video, and I'm going to watch it myself, a lot of times with the sound off, so that I can form my own conclusions, so that I can look at the raw data and ask myself, what does that mean to me? So what do we need to do in order to analyze data? What the heck even is data analysis? Let me see if I wrote down the definition. Uh, the process of inspecting, cleansing, transforming, and modeling data with the goal of discovering useful information informing conclusions and supporting decision making so why do we want to look at data why do we want to analyze data why do we want to look at the facts and find the facts again so we can decide and determine what is the best course of action for us what should we do basically bottom line is what do we want to do based on the information we have so often we are making choices and decisions based on limited information we're, we're hearing this or someone else's interpretation of the facts and we're making life decisions based on on just a teeny bit of information. It's like um, sticking our hand in on the hot stove with our eyes closed, not knowing that the stove is hot. Not the best decision or choice for us, right? But we, we were get led to believe that there's no other alternative. So decision-making helps, is helped by having data, having information, having analysis. Anybody that's ever had to make a decision or a choice knows that the more information we have, the better we're able to make a choice, make a decision, decide what to do. Uh, so what are the steps in data analysis or analyzing data? Again, it can be super complicated or it can be super simple. You can collect the facts, collect the information, and ask yourself a series of questions about it. That's part of the process. So you want to understand that there's four different uh, measurement levels with respect to analyzing data. And this can get super complicated. There's nominal, ordinal, interval, and ratio. Do we really know or want to care about that? No. We have to select our research questions. What are we trying to find out? What are we trying to, to learn? What are we trying to discover? But we have to be willing to ask the questions. So often right now, what we're seeing, at least in the United States, is there's a complete shutdown and a blocking of people actually asking questions and finding out the information for themselves if they don't with the 
agree with a particular narrative. If you don't agree with the mainstream media narrative right now, you're basically told to shut up and sit down and don't ask any questions. Think what we tell you to think, and otherwise we don't want to hear from you. We're going to stomp you out, bully you. We're going to destroy you in your life if you don't agree with us. I don't know where that came from, but to me that is absolutely positively un-American, unacceptable, and intolerable. Thus, my drive for critical thinking, thinking for myself, thinking for ourselves, and looking into and getting the facts, really investigating and, and getting the data so that we can analyze it ourselves. Um, then after we figure out what are we, what questions do we have that we want answered, we want to select research, okay, select research questions, analyze quantitative data first. We do descriptive statistics and inferential statistics first. Whenever we're analyzing data, we look at the statistics and make sure that the, the data that we've gathered makes statistical sense. There's a whole lot of stuff going on in America right now with respect to the the presidential election. And if you've ever done simple math, simple logic, statistics in any way, shape, or form, computer programming in any way, shape, or form, you are 100% confident that there are massive problems with the United States presidential election. If you've never done any of those things and all you've done is listen to the mainstream media, you would think that without a doubt, Joe Biden has been selected our president-elect. But if you do any critical thinking or data analysis or statistics or look at the actual raw data and facts and video and evidence, you, you know without a doubt that fraud has been committed. Uh, so we want to analyze the quantitative data first, the things that we can measure first. You want to measure the objective things, the evidence first, and then you get into the quality of that data, the qualitative data. Um, you're going to use cross-tabulation to better understand your target audience. You need to understand yourself or who you're collecting or looking at the data for. What questions do you need answered? And what questions do the people that you're serving need answered? And how are you going to show them that with your data analysis? Um, then we need to understand statistical significance. There is a whole lot of sig statistical significance that shows that fraud has been committed in the presidential election. Without a doubt, there is so much statistical evidence and data available in, in the limited data that has been made available that you can see blatantly that statistically there are there are problems with the 2020 presidential election. Uh, then step six, you take into consideration causation versus correlation. There's a difference between cause and effect and correlation. Are there relationships between the data? Are there when one thing changes, another thing changes as well. Those would be a correlation versus when one thing changes, it causes all these other things to change. There's some of that going on in the presidential election as well. And then seven, we compare our data from this data set, this collection process with past times that we've collected data or looked at data and analyzed data. I did a ton of this in my corporate world and in corporate America. We did a lot of quality and production statistics and analysis. We tracked everything under the sun in some of the companies and organizations I work for. And we would look at that data and analyze that data and grab that data and present that data so other people could see and understand it. And we could use it to interpret what do we do next? Do we need to change this process? Is this process in or out of control? And if it's out of our normal range of control, we need to make changes to it to make sure we bring it back into control. Um, 
there's four different types of data analysis and I don't know if we care about these or not but there's descriptive data analysis where we look at um, correlations and re regression analysis again these get really nerdy and scientific and they're probably not pertinent to our everyday lives for most of us we can look at diagnostic uh, data analysis and this is what we should be doing with COVID-19 yet I think that we're doing a lot more descriptive data sharing and data collecting with respect to COVID-19 than we actually are scientific prescriptive uh, types of data analysis then there's also predictive and prescriptive data analysis so there's all different types of data analysis there's all kinds of complicated ways you can do this but bottom line get the facts Find out the facts, find and get to the real source, the real data, whenever possible, consume it, analyze it, question it for yourself. That's that's the big point here. So I'm a nerd. I love data. I love data analysis. I am, you know, queen of Excel spreadsheets and all kinds of different spreadsheets and graphs and charts and everything. But one caution I have with all of this, one caveat is if you have worked with data and statistics enough you'll find that it can support and help and aid our decision making but it can also be used to coerce and manipulate and lie and present any story that you absolutely positively want there's a really good book I highly recommend called how to lie with statistics and I was into statistics for about 25 30 years and had used it my entire life and used it to present positive you know to support good decision making so i'd always use it for the good i never even had thought about well you could make this look any way you want and it could be actually used for evil to manipulate to get your own um way in in different situations and in different things to absolutely positively um lie and cheat and manipulate and commit fraud because you can take the same data set and depending on how you filter it how you analyze it what questions you ask you can make it look any way you want it to. And I recently was exposed to the vaccination industry. My daughter's having a, a, my second grandbaby in February. And so we started watching a, a documentary series, which is super well balanced. It's about people, you know, I had a problem with the vaxxed documentary because it was mostly anti-vaccine, I guess in some people's opinion, I haven't seen that one yet. But this series is a huge series. I think there's like 12, several hour videos and it does research from all different sides all different vaccinations the history everything and uh, that got me thinking about it and realizing that the science behind vaccines is sorely lacking it's it's been manipulated and lied and cheated on a lot like pharmaceutical industry a lot like every industry if you dig into it there are some dark spots in those industries where data and information has been used and manipulated to get people to behave in a certain way even though the data and the information that's provided would cause them to run to the hills they would never they would never behave those things and i i remember feeling oh my god as i learned a lot of the things that are they're in and i've gone on to research and look at different in-depth aspects and gone to the source of a lot of these um, claims and information in this particular series and been horrified at um, what has been presented to me as a parent and what we were led to believe prior to the internet you couldn't find any of this information and back when my kids were born the internet was you know available to scientists but really wasn't available to everybody and I got my kids they got all the vaccines now 
fortunately, none of them have autism, but they all have learning challenges. And I don't think that that's a coincidence. So data can be used and presented in ways that manipulate us. And I just want to warn you and myself against falling for that and knowing that we always, well, if we can get access to the data and the information, that's the biggest problem and challenge right now is a lot of the information we need to make good informed decisions is being withheld from us. And so we have to, we have to dig for it. We have to be curious. We have to be willing to dig for, ferret out and find the facts, just the facts, ma'am. That's our idiom, our idiom. That is our no nonsense November for today. Don't take any nonsense. Have an awesome day. Join us December 1st through 31st right here on the Get Up and Go Challenge page for the fifth and final Get Up and Go Challenge. Finish the year strong. Make sure that every time you face a challenge or a change, you personally are better off after that than before it because you have installed the SOAP framework into your being. And it's just become a, a, a subconscious part of your everyday life. It's become a subconscious part of mine and it's made massive positive changes in my life. And I want to share that with other people as well. Have an awesome day. Any questions? If you want to talk nerdy data analysis and how to do things and dig into things and, and look at data and find it, hit me up in the comments below because I love to have a good discussion about that. Have an awesome day. I'll of course be with you tomorrow.